Hey, this is Zuri. And this is Kendall. And welcome to episode 29 of Best Behavior. Yes, 29. We are, we're approaching 30. We are approaching 30. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, you know, as good as it could be. We're going to, given that positivity. The world is falling apart. Positivity Um, out here. I mean, you know, everyone's aware that the Rona has hit us. And, uh, you know, everyone's talking about it, I think rightfully so. So why not follow suit? Exactly. We're going to connect Rona and uh, friendship today. Yeah. That's how skilled we are. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is interrupting daily life for everyone, which means that it interrupts, you know, daily routines with friendships. And, you know, what has that looked like for us? And maybe what will it look like in the coming weeks and months? weeks so positivity i mean you know positivity but also realism you know yeah weeks i'm gonna put weeks out there okay well i guess we can uh jump right in um so i guess as a person um we're all supposed to be staying home you know, isolating from others. And that can either leave you in one or two situations. One where you're staying at home by yourself, assuming you don't live with your parents, Mm -hmm. Um, staying at home by yourself or staying with roommates for Mm -hmm. an extended period of time. Um, And I think the first thing that we're going to tackle is staying in with friends. So our situation. Yeah. The one we know. Yeah, we live together. We're also friends. Um and we're stuck together for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh you know there's there's good and bad there, but you know how are how are you feeling about it, Zuri? I guess uh, super positive over here. Feeling good, feeling great. Um But no, I mean it's uh it is it's a hard situation. Um when we're used to having our routines and now like things are messed up our routines and routine often like your friends fit into that routine and like your roommates and everything. So when that breaks, it's like, how do you come up with a new routine for everyone to feel comfortable? Um, but I think it's all about managing your personal space and your personal time and knowing when you need time for yourself and when, you know, you need time for other people. Um, well, when yeah. like it's a good time for you to be around other people, uh, and I think really good ways to cope with that are you know if you have your own room, which I hope everyone does at this point, you know like spending time in your room, even if you like leave the door open, sometimes just like space mm-hmm. is good. Um, you can always I always especially with like studying, I like to put on my music even if people are around. So like being isolated within myself but like still around people um is a way that I like still feel like I have my personal time and personal space Mm -hmm. um I think choosing maybe 
like one Netflix show that like you watch personally. It's like this is my personal project. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you are yourself busy as opposed to being like I'm busy with someone else. So that could like take place of like if you're living with a roommate, you can like have that one like personal task that you do which is like usually work like you do that by yourself mm-hmm. but since like if you're like in a space where it's like you and a roommate and you're both doing work you now can like have that personal project for yourself I mean that's, yeah that's really just doing things and knowing when your personal time is also taking walks mm-hmm. it is nice outside guys avoid people six feet walk on the grass around them but it is very nice outside. Yeah. Take those walls. Fresh air is good. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. what I got. I mean, I feel like you pretty much covered the gamut. Like, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, you and I have, ex- have spent extended periods of time together um, by choice. So I feel <laughs> like this is like, well, right now it feels very much like, you know, just kind of staying in. But I think that, you know, as as time goes on, it's going to be more and more important for each of us to do the things that you said, like, you know, having our personal activities, like even outside of work. Um, Because I think for me, like, I, I know that I'm more worried about this situation than you are. So it's more important for me to like, (laughs) have, okay, well, it's not funny, but (laughs) um, it's it's more important for me to have kind of outlets to um, to like have personal time and to just kind of unwind and have, you know, indulge in a form of escapism. Like that's, that's important. Um, Especially for people who are like really worried about this. Um, And yeah, I mean, like if it means like just closing your door and like having some time just to, be alone like I don't think that there's anything wrong with taking that time like it's you know never anything personal we just all need space Mm -hmm. and I know that like there are probably a lot of people who are you know stuck indoors with their significant others and that can you know be draining yeah it can be very draining but I think that you know allowing your partner to just be alone for a little bit like whether it's like you said taking a walk um, like a social distancing walk, which I also think is easier to do here in DC than it is in like New yeah, York. A lot easier. But yeah, I mean, if it's just like plugging in and listening to music and just not speaking for a couple hours, mm-hmm. like anything to unwind is is helpful. Um, and then also, you know, the standard like mental health things, like whether it's you know meditation, journaling, things like that. I think that people should take this opportunity to to really focus inward on you know their mental health and and things of that sort and I think that if you live with someone who's considerate um and generally a decent person that shouldn't be so hard yeah at this point I feel like it's just all about respect Mm -hmm. um you're going to learn a lot about the person you're living with, even if you've known them forever, like being stuck with someone for, for like a long extended period of time without breaks is a good way to know a person. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. And I mean, yeah, I think that like, especially like couples who 
I don't think like normally live together and then decide like, okay, we're going to quarantine together. Like that, that's also a thing. And I think that, you know, you really start to like get into people's idiosyncrasies, which is like a whole different conversation. But I think that like just generally being respectful of other people's time and space, like, especially if, you know, you're staying in your man's apartment or you're staying in your girl's apartment, like, Y'all may be staying together, but be respectful of that person's yeah. space. Be respectful. Like, that's, you know, once this quarantine is over, you're going to go back to your space. Mm-hmm. So, like, just treat other people with respect. Oh, that is real, especially if it's not your space. Yeah. And you don't know, like, how to move in someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's definitely a good conversation to have before you move in. Yeah. Well, move in. Whew. Before you, uh, before you decide to get quarantined together just knowing how a person feels about their space and yeah like what habits they have and i hope y'all discuss that before you decide to do that yeah facts this is like i feel like this is not like a trial and error type of situation like if you decide to get quarantined with someone it's not like you know halfway in the middle of us being locked down you'd be like you know what f this i'm over it i'm going home like it's you know feel like in the coming weeks it may not be that easy so yeah make smart decisions um yeah if you're gonna do it have that conversation like we're gonna do this and this is how i live my life yeah so this is how we need to live our lives as one yeah in one space yeah it's Ooh, y'all it's it's a lot but i i think that like if people you know have all their tools like yeah. know how to identify their tools to like stay mentally you know Mm -hmm. prepared or sane um then you're already you know ahead of the curve um but i think you know the other side of this is the side where like you're living alone um so you aren't with your friends and for extroverts and introverts alike that can be torture like i could not imagine living by myself right now in the middle of this like the prospect of even being inside by myself for like four weeks is oh my god (laughs) like that's a lot um so shout out to all the people who are like going through this by their lonesome um but you know i think that there are definitely ways to like be alone and not be lonely yeah um yeah so i guess if you could think of some things like what do you think is is helpful for folks who are alone to not be lonely and to you know stay connected Uh, we're lucky that we're going through this now as opposed to like when you know it was like the black plague and yeah all those things because we have technology Mm -hmm. like it's a double-edged sword like technology is great and technology is bad but the great side is that we can communicate with each other we can see each other's faces really if you wanted to see somebody 24 7 all you gotta do is set up your phone put on facetime and just walk around yeah like you it's that easy yeah um and we're very lucky in that way um so yeah there's facetime facebook has a video chat if you like still trust facebook um they have that netflix thing yeah the the group netflix Netflix, which sounds fun um uvu if like that still exists and y'all are old school does that still exist no idea oh but that's what i think about when i think of isolation and group chats hilarious (laughs) 
um, from Snowmageddon yeah. in 2010 um, or 20 or 09. I can't remember what year it was. Oh, man. Good times. Yeah. But I think of those things, mm-hmm. um, just utilizing the technology you do have to stay connected at this point and social media, you know, also one other thing that's a double edged sword, like social media can be really great to stay connected to people, but it can also give you false information. Mm-hmm. It can also stress you out because of the information it is giving you. So also utilizing social media to stay connected, but also making sure it's also good for your mental health. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think those are, really the ways you can also when you take your social isolation walks walk on other sides of the street wave to your friend and then keep it pushing (laughs) (laughs) it's also an option if y'all live close enough so i mean there are ways to still to stay connected especially in this age of technology like i said we're just very lucky that we have so many ways to interact with people and to stay connected and to check up on each other so please you guys do that yeah yeah no i mean i i think that like FaceTime is like a godsend at this point. I mean, even earlier today, like we, you know, FaceTime with one of our friends and it, you know, like if push comes to shove, like we can sit on FaceTime for four or five hours and make it a regular hangout. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't want my friends like feeling like they're truly alone. I mean, I even have coworkers who like live alone. So it's, you know, I'm making sure to like slack them back a little bit quicker than usual. Yeah. Just so like, you know, I, uh, so they, they feel connected and in a situation that can feel like kind of like fucking terrifying, honestly. But like, yeah, I agree that like social media in particular is definitely a, a double edged sword. Like I think that it's important to, um, to kind of moderate, you know, depending on your level of like worry or anxiety, um, I think it's important to moderate like how often you're checking, what you're checking, mm-hmm. like what you're clicking on, exactly. and also informing your friends and your family members of like what you want to hear from them. Because yeah. I mean, like my mom, for instance, has been sending me articles day and night about this, and it's like, oh, mom, I'm I'm about to get to a point where I'm like, okay. I understand that you're concerned yeah, and like, I understand that you want me to stay informed, but like, I already know that this is like really dangerous. Like I, I know that it has the potential to get worse. I know that, you know, there's, there's a window there for things to not get so bad, but just stop sending me yeah. 10 articles a day. Cause it's like, yeah. Seeing all that information all the time. is not good. Yeah. yeah. And mm. I think that it's, it's well within everyone's right to like, you know, tell their friends, like, look, if they're posting things in the group message and it's making you uncomfortable, then like mute the group message or put in the group message. Like, look, I know that you're scared, but like, and I understand that misery needs company, but like, yeah, let's not like, let's focus on the people who have recovered as opposed to like Mm -hmm. the people who are dying. Let's focus on like, you know, things the good things that are coming out of this as opposed to like the fucking horrible things um so yeah i mean i i think that this is definitely a time where like emotional support is is super super important Mm -hmm. um because like at the end of the day like literally every single human being on this planet is going through this for the first time and we're going through it together so like that in a lot of ways is a horrifying prospect depending on like your uh your faith in humanity 
but in a good way. You know, it's it's creating a lot of great memes and like videos and it stuff. Is. Twitter Things is going funny. off. Like yeah. great laughs for the past several days. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I yeah, all of this I think is at least for me is pointing towards like just protect your mental health and like make sure you're interacting with people who support that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Stay connected but stay healthy. Um yeah, and I mean I think that like it's probably clear like kind of where we stand on things, but you know, since we're talking about, you know, supporting each other's mental health, like just to do a check in of like where you're at, how you're feeling about all of this and like all that good shit. Take it away, sis. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh like I feel positive. I'm not too worried right now. Um yeah, you know, I'm social distancing, just practicing that, making sure I don't get sick so I don't get out of the sick. It's really all I can do and just make sure I don't get too much cabin fever and figure out how to work school. That's what's stressing me out more than anything else, honestly. Yeah. It's like, I'm not getting my money back. I need to figure out how to make this shit work. Yeah. Yeah. That's stressing me out more than anything else. So... Yeah, that's where I'm at. More stressed out about school, but that's a continuation of already being stressed. Yeah. So, you know, just same stress, new avenue. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh I'm definitely very anxious about what the next couple weeks are about to hold. Um because I think that like, you know, the most of the people in our circle um are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like yeah. they're staying home. They're like not going out unless it's like essential. Yeah. Um, which means that like, you know, in the next couple weeks, if folks really don't have symptoms and stuff like that, like it, you know, then like, I feel like I would feel a lot better, Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's very time-based. Like, I think that for me, I've always been afraid of the unknown and like that, creates a lot of like anxious moments in every single aspect of my life. Yeah. Like it's the fear of the unknown that yeah. like really fucks with me. Um, but you know, all I can do is use different forms of escapism and just like know that I'm doing what I can to mm-hmm. like stay healthy. Like earlier today I had to grab some things from my parents and like, you know, they're older. So I had to make my mom as much as she didn't want to, I had to make her like drop the supplies off outside on the front doorstep and then close the door. So I could like walk up from the driveway, grab the things and then walk away. Then she could open the door and we could have a conversation from 20 feet away. Like, I'm not playing with them. <laughs> like, yeah, with these parents, it's like y'all are old. Yeah. Y'all can't get it. Yeah. And it's like, again, it's the fear of the unknown, you know, like none of us know whether we have this thing or not, which is like, <laughs> it's just great. Um, so I think, you know, for all of the folks who are, uh, who are feeling a bit more anxious like me, uh, just know you're not alone and uh you know having all the tools like writing in one's journal different forms of escapism reading yeah like I mean, it's also good to have i'm only speaking because i'm the positive friend i think it's good to have someone who's like not as 
who's like feeling more positive about it and can at least be like do this and this and like put positive vibes in there because like if everyone's worried y'all are just sitting and worry yeah so like if you have someone who's like a feeling like not who's like not as anxious and who's feeling like they can like find like a bright spot like talk to them and like when you're feeling really down like ask them for that bright spot yeah you know i feel it feeling uh having someone to to keep you grounded in moments like this or at least try to keep you grounded is definitely helpful um but yeah i mean let us tell it friendship will get us through this shit we'll be all right i think so trump got us down but but we got this Ooh, don't even get me started. You know what? We're just about to like skedaddle on into left field because that old man. Yeah, has really, truly like we could have yeah, been like just... in a lot better place if he had decided to take those tests from the World Health Organization. But it... I did hear that we there are two two companies that develop commercial tests and they're sending two million test over to the u.s real good so we have that um and they're in the start of like making more so that's good hopefully they'll start getting it out to more like local hospitals and they can start like doing a lot of tests and me i can't remember what country was but one south korea they started testing everybody who like even wasn't sick so like people knew they weren't sick so they could like function and like their thing is like not bad yeah I th- yeah no i i think that like so hopefully the combination of like people listening to the cdc and people getting tested will like have us you know yeah and fixing it, this thing in a matter of weeks yeah like in a better spot like as long as the local and like shout out i can't remember who said this quote but somebody a long time ago but like it's really not about the federal government. Like it's about your local governments that are mm-hmm. really important. Um, so everyone listen to your local government. Fuck what this nigga Trump has to say. Yeah. Listen to your local government and what you like your what they're saying because they're the ones who like truly gonna have effect your day to day life, which is the Rona. Yeah. So like please listen to them, do what they tell you to do. And you know, like I said, positivity, we all gonna make it. And also like you know netflix and you know books um if you have a library card there are apps where you can like check out library books on on your devices and things like that like there there are things that you can do there are for all the niggas who are missing sports y'all always got 2k live I mean, that's facts. And they're also like sports reruns. Just, you know, watch the Super Bowl from like five years ago. It'll be okay. That's fine. It's not fun at all. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like an awful time. Yeah. Well, look. (laughs) It's a small price to pay for like the health of the entire planet, you know? Okay. Left field today is um, once again mixing like technology and like old stuff like plagues. Uh, So we're doing technology and religion. The Um, oldest institution. (laughs) It's uh, the Pope has now made uh, electronic rosaries. Uh, So hear me out. It's like a Fitbit rosary. So you basically, it's a it's a rosary. It has um, like a GPS tracker. You can actually like track your steps and everything. And it tracks your prayer. 
Now, do not quote me on this exactly. I am not Catholic. But from the podcast I listened to about it, it's really interesting. Reset, great podcast. Um, when, when, you know, you do the, oh, I'll marry thing where you do the cross and mm-hmm. you, like, hold it and you pray to the beats or however that works. Um, I'm sorry if this is insulting anybody. That might have been nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you do all that, it, like, tracks and so, like, if you start saying the prayer and you stop, like, it tells you, like, you pick up where you left off and all that. So, like, it tracks. However it works, it tracks everything um, as long as and your steps, too. So the woman who hosts the podcast, she wasn't Catholic either, but she gave to someone that she knew who was and she, like, did a video diary about it. Mm-hmm. So she said one day in particular, she had gone the whole day and she hadn't like done the the prayer and by the end of the day she said her catholic guilt got to her because like she had it and she like was so aware of it because she was like wearing it she was like but i didn't do it and she felt bad by the end of the day that she hadn't done it um which neither one of us are like terribly religious so this is not appealing to me but yeah um I have a, like a couple of like good things to say about it for those who can't get to church who like church would be like a really like bright spot at this time um could be a thing that would be really good to mm-hmm. have that to know that like you're like holding yourself accountable because sometimes self-accountability feels good it feels good for me um you're also tracking your steps so you know you know that you're getting your exercise in so, yeah, I think there's, like, some really good things about it, but also I think there's a negative side to it, and it's only really because of the history of Catholicism and being fit. So, like, back in the day when they had, like, the first, like, schools, they would require you to be at a certain physical fitness level in order to go to the school. Yeah, so, like, it was some college, and I can't remember which one it was. But they had like physical fitness tests and this was like, like a Catholic college. And if you did not pass that physical fitness test, you had to leave and like try again the next semester. Like it was a part, it was a grade to be physically fit, um, which is problematic, especially if like depending on like what scale they use because they use BMI. BMI doesn't work for a lot of other cultures who like aren't white because of like different like body shapes and all that and like weight distributions all these things that we should all know mm-hmm. that BMI is not an accurate way of telling if someone's overweight. So yeah. And you shouldn't like, if you're overweight, you shouldn't be not education, all those things. So that being said, how do you feel about like mixing religion and fitness? Um, especially in a way where it can be like used in religion to like track your level of fitness and like maybe say whether you're a good Christian or not by how much you actually do and like how much you actually move. Not necessarily th- let's say it's going to get there, but like knowing like the history of where it came from. I don't know if I'm well equipped to answer this question because I have <laughs> like, have, well, I wouldn't say I have strong feelings about, you know, religion and catholicism in particular yeah um but i i i will say that i do have a problem with like using 
using guilt to motivate someone to do anything, Mm -hmm. whether it's like bettering themselves or like anything like that. Like, I feel like people should feel motivated to like in a positive way to make a change if it's, you know, a positive change. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I think that using fear and guilt and like, you know, things, things like that to motivate someone particularly to lose weight. It doesn't seem sustainable. Um, it seems kind of abusive. Um, but again, that's a blanket. Uh, <laughs> that is my general feeling about the subject of losing weight. I just don't think that I'm well equipped to like yeah. speak to how that relates to religion because to be quite frank um like spirituality definitely sits in the in the backseat as far as like life is concerned so i just you know i hope that people are out here um feeling positively motivated to make changes in their lives um and they're not guilt tripping themselves and you know (laughs) like doing like self-sabotage and things of of that sort that is my answer to that question okay (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) how do you feel uh i think it's interesting um and yeah i just listening to the podcast and just they didn't mention like the history of catholicism and and like exercise but that's the first thing that came to mind and at that school that was like kicking people out because like they were overweight and all that and i didn't know that like a pillar of catholicism or something that was like part of that is that you have to be physically fit and they tie it to health okay like being like healthy and taking care of your body is a part of like taking care of like your soul so like taking care of the physical also helps you like take care of the the inner and i could be wrong so like if you're catholic and i'm wrong feel free to correct me i'm not catholic um but from (laughs) from what i know about that school like that was their whole thing it's just like you take care of everything if you're not right physically and like you're not taking care of your physical body you can't like take care of like your inner like self like the idea of fitbits Mm -hmm. i think like i like the idea of holding myself accountable for things um because like like I don't know if I've ever said this on here. I'm a full ass or a no ass kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so like seeing things and like seeing like my steps and stuff. It's like oh yeah, let me full ass this mm-hmm. and not like no ass it. Um, but and I'll be frank too. Catholicism scares me. Yeah, uh, I think it's designed to a lot. So. I don't think Catholicism should mix anything with anything, <laughs> to be honest with you, because it's just all scary. But um, just, I hope they're trying to do this right. I hope they're not going to use people being physically fit as a way of saying that they're good Christians. That's that's my only concern. Um, yeah, that's strange. Because that, that gets, just gets messy. Like, you don't want people out here like starving themselves or like overexerting themselves to be good Christians. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, because no. Um like I said, I like self accountability. I just don't understand how God enters into that equation. But again, I'm not equipped to answer this type of question because like 
like what does what does religion have to do with like losing weight i mean i get just like taking care of the whole self like i get that like if you're not being healthy like if you're sedentary like if you're just sitting all the time you're not taking care of yourself facts so like i i get it i just don't want people to overdo it on in on either what you know on either side i think that like but i get it my issue with this is that it seems like quite a reach to tie your physical health and activity level to your faith. Like that is such a reach to me, but like, look, I just hope everyone is out here, you know, holding themselves accountable in a healthy way. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing, like self accountability in a healthy way. And I mean, religion is healthy for some and detrimental for others. Facts. So, yeah, I think know, that's it. Just moral healthy of the story. Just do what's best for others. And that's a good wrap up. Shout out to the Pope. Yeah, shout out to the Pope. Hopefully he's staying isolated and safe. Yeah. Apparently he does a lot of things with technology, so maybe he's FaceTiming all his Disciples. followers. Is that a right? That's not the right <laughs> word, is it? I don't think so. All right. Well, we we appreciate our followers. <laughs> Wow, was that, uh, you know what? I could also be Zuri. wrong, too. I don't know religion. I know about much as <laughs> you do. You know what? Before we before we start sounding real blasphemous, right. let's just wrap this shit up. Zuri, what can our, um, our listeners do for us? <laughs> um, if you guys like us and you haven't been turned off by the fact that we don't know religion and we're not fans of Catholicism, please rate and review on <laughs> iTunes and don't forget to describe and stay up to date for new episodes. Yes. And please follow us on social media. Um, I'll be quite honest. Like when life gets in the way, it's very hard for me to uh, to focus on posting. But you know, feel again, feel free to, to reach out to us if you have any suggestions, tips, questions, things of that sort. Um, we do respond. Thanks. Yeah. But uh, I hope all you... all the time in the world. Right. Hope you guys are uh, staying safe out there, staying, you know, positive or if not positive, just staying afloat. Um, yeah. And, I think uh, staying afloat. Yeah, I mean... Breathe some fresh air. Everything always works out the way it should. So yeah, I I think that this situation will work out the way it should. Yeah, um, which is whatever. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> gonna be fine. Um, I really believe that. Okay, <laughs> we will see you guys in three weeks. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>